Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a wheel icon. Click that and choose the words advanced or higher quality and bump up your video to 720 or 1080p, whatever is the highest that you can get on your device. I'm continuing with the Sin series on the Master's Voice. The Sin series is a series that has followed the Russia and China series, which was the first series that I did on this channel, and then the America series. In those first two series, God was focused first and foremost on highlighting what I think will be the most important and also the most devastating judgment that the Lord will bring upon America, which is that America will first of all weaken and lose her supremacy. She will lose her pride of place in the international arena. The country will then begin to undergo a series of shocks that take place internally and weaken her greatly. The money will become destabilized. The temperature of the nation itself will become destabilized. Political choices will begin to be the worst they have ever been, and this will cause shocks and repercussions that will hit everyone, even those who are wealthy, all the way down to the man on the street and those who depend on the government for social assistance and services. The Lord says that the, that America will go through a very painful um shift. She will go through a very painful sifting. And in some of the prophecies that I've brought over the past year, the pain of the sifting caused people who had been doing well up to now, people who are considered middle-class, upper middle-class, people who are well-to-do, those people lost their footing and quite a number of them fell on hard times that they'd never conceived of in their life. So now that we are in the sin series, I am reading out to America two things. I'm reading out to the nation of America the sins that the Lord God says that she is guilty for. So her banner sins, so to speak, such as alternative sexual lifestyles, rampant and unchecked sexual immorality in the population, um, abortion of so many babies, as well as other more grotesque things that happen under the radar that many Americans do not know about. Things like human sacrifice, things like ritual murder, things like satanic worship. These things form the crusty and the dark underbelly of the United States. And the majority of people are living, including Christians, are living in a state of, I would call, complete sleep. They have absolutely no idea that these things are taking place in the country. And this may be part of the reason why when somebody in in encounters this blog or this channel for the first time, there's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of outrage and indignation or sometimes a lot of fear. And this is because when people hear these things for the first time, the first response is to say, but I'm not responsible. I didn't do this. The second thing that I'm covering in the sin series is to read out to the nation of America, the types of judgments and punishments that God says will come to her for the things I just listed. So it's either that I'm actually reading out the sins themselves, what they are, or I'm reading out the Lord's emphatic and unchanging word about what will come to the United States because of the things 
that I am also listing on this channel. If there's one thing that I would hope watchers, viewers, listeners of the channel and users of the blog itself, The Master's Voice, you can find everything in the URL below, would understand. It is that sin is something that we all suffer from. And so you're not going to please God if you hear that there's judgment upon your nation and instinctively push back and say, but not me. Your sin is as much part and parcel of the greater judgment of the United States as the sin of the people that you think are more sinful. I'm finding myself more and more having conversations with people who are perhaps struggling to understand the severity of these judgments and think that they are going to fall upon everyone. Understand that the judgment that the nation is under is already prescribed in Jeremiah 50 and Jeremiah 51, Isaiah 13 and parts of Isaiah 9, the majority of Isaiah 9 actually, especially if you start from verse 10 and read on out. You can also find them emphatically listed out in Revelation 17 and Revelation 18. This judgment is not something that is going to be rolled back. And the prophecy that I have for today is only going to cement that. So if we stay in the mindset of what can we do about this celestial and as I often see sometimes in the comments, if a nation repents, God will turn back his judgment. If a nation repents is a fallacy for the United States of America. This is because I'm a relative newcomer to this type of work, even though the Lord has been preparing me for it for at least a decade. However, the United States of America has had the dubious luxury of having very decorated men and women, meaning that even if they weren't necessarily famous, they were people that the Lord prepared to be as strong as the rebellion and the brass forehead of America is strong. And he sent them here to tread the length and the breadth of the country and to warn them years ago, decades ago, that the glorious storyline that was being fed to them by some parts of the Christian population and also by the governing structures themselves was not going to last very long if the nation did not turn from its sinful ways and repent en masse. America's never had an en masse repentance. I know there's this belief out there that revival is coming any moment now, but what I have been sent to say by the Lord is graphically different. And so I am not here to convince anyone. I'm simply here to prophesy what has been set in my mouth and to do the best possible and most true job that I can. So that when I stand before the Lord, when it is my turn to stand before him, he will say to me, my deep prayer is well done, good and faithful servant. The, pr the prophecy for today is from October 20, 2019. So it's well on its way to being two years old. Many of the prophecies I have date all the way back from the year 2012. This does not mean that these prophecies will not come to pass. It simply means that the Lord is merciful and is allowing time for people to hear his voice, turn from their wicked ways and repent so that they and whoever they can convince of these things can be saved out of the blanket destruction of judgment. The title is Defeated at Last. The banner scripture is this. Then the Lord said to me, even if Moses and Samuel stood before me now, my mind would not be favorable towards this people. 
cast them out of my sight and let them go forth. And it shall be that if they say to you, where should we go? Then you should tell them, thus says the Lord, such as for death to death and such as for the sword to the sword and such as for the famine to the famine and such as for the captivity to the captivity. And I will appoint over them four forms of destruction, says the Lord, the sword to slay them, the dogs to drag, the birds of the heavens and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. I will hand them over to trouble to all kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, the king of Judah, for what he did in Jerusalem. And so in this passage, we see that God is making an emphatic decree. He's so displeased with the continued wickedness of the kings that have sat over Israel that he says that even if Moses and Samuel, who are two of the most justified and righteous men in the history of the Bible text, even if Moses and Samuel were to rise from the dead and come back to plead a case for the nation that God was speaking to or ask me to change my mind, I would not. Moses and Samuel were leaders that were highly respected and greatly loved, men that God had a deep friendship with and God listened to. They spoke, they begged, they prayed, and they interacted with God as personal friends. Now, if the Lord is saying that he wouldn't even listen to these personal friends of his, then who on earth will be able to beg and plead for mercy for the United States? In this passage, the Lord lists out different forms of punishment that he is going to bring. And the reason he gave me that particular passage of scripture to read is because he has already said in multiple prophecies that I have covered on the master's voice, that it is those exact type of judgments and punishments that he will bring to America. The prophecy states that people had already been cataloged and decided on in the heavenly realms, so high, high above, it was already decided by God who would be taken to the captivity and who would die by the sword and who would perish by the famine and who would be taken away by disease. And the Lord was basically saying that when the calamity hits, the people who are chosen to suffer these punishments are known in advance. Now I want to ask, how would you be known in advance, for instance, for the type of punishment such as being made naked, stripped naked, and carried off to captivity. In the prophecy, flesh, China, that you can find on the master's voice, and also sent for their flesh, and also the very first time that God spoke to me about this type of punishment called America in Chains, the Lord revealed to me that one of the things that America does constantly is make herself sexually provocative, totally naked and unable to keep any form of sexual morality before the Lord. Sexual morality before God, it's pretty simple. You don't abuse your body sexually. You don't abuse the body of another sexually. And the only people who are righteous in practicing sexual practice before the Lord are those who are in a man-woman marriage. However, the Lord said that people who are practicing the letter lifestyles. So the, you know the letters LGB, 
those who are practicing perversions, those who are practicing fornication, those who are practicing adultery, those who masturbate, those who look at pornography, people who have this, whether it is a besetting sin in their life or whether this is an open and fully enjoyed and admitted lifestyle that they are practicing, these are the people who supernaturally, it will almost be as if a targeted missile is seeking out those people when the Russians and the Chinese come to the United States and they will inevitably find themselves ensnared by that type of punishment. It's almost like the antithesis of what Job said when he said, the thing I feared the most has come upon me. The flip side of that statement would be, the sin I sinned the most has come upon me. And so if people do not repent of that type of lifestyle and they carry on doing that type of thing and just parading themselves in the street in what they call hot girl summer, in these tiny, tiny pieces of clothing, or for men, extremely gripping and revealing pieces of clothing, at some point, you will reach the apex of doing what you want to do. And then you will be tumbled into the grip of the punishment that God says is the fitting punishment for those who live sexually immoral. You will be captured by captors. The clothing that you didn't want to wear will be completely removed. God said that in fact, you will be naked in front of who you don't want to be naked. And without any say in the matter, you will be bound and carried off to those horrible drug run bordellos and sexual slave camps that I saw in China. In fact, the Lord made it clear that the Russians are not very interested in this kind of thing. The Lord called it the flesh trade. And I saw that in the end times, after America had lost the war and this thing happened, it was a special term for it and it was called the jade trade. And there were two types of houses that women were taken into. In the jade trade, it was women who were more mature, so definitely past teenagehood, all the way up to a certain age. And then the amber trade and the amber palaces are where very young girls and very young women were taken to be sexual comfort women. And as I said in a previous video, I saw many, many women die before their time. They died of heartbreak and they died also because of the brutal and punishing conditions that I saw in these camps. The Lord doesn't hold back the things that he shows me because as I said, the relationship I have with the Lord is no holds barred. Whatever the father wants to share that's on his heart, I celestial pray often to the Lord to strengthen me so that I can continue to be a receptacle that he can pour the often burning and bitter topics that are troubling him. And so I saw that many women died because their hearts were broken, but many of them died because of the brutal conditions that they were living under. I saw that women had to sleep with man after man, after man, after man. And when they became physically tired and fatigued, their drugs were reinserted. There was something being used on the women called jade drugs. I covered all of this a long time ago, but I understand that there are new subscribers and so they may never have heard this before. Jade drugs were administered to the women and what these jade drugs were, were a potent mix of opiates. So there was definitely opium in there because China is a master at using that particular drug. And there were other things in there that greatly increased stamina. So these drugs made you calmer, 
but they also made you feel very amorous. So you felt very sexually aroused and you wanted to have sex. And the Lord showed me that the reason this particular mix of drugs was used is because in Asia, it is frowned upon to force a person into sexual relations. They, they seem to be much more retiring. And so the men who frequented these bordellos did not want to feel as if these women were going to be thrashing and fighting and screaming. And so the drugs were administered to the women so that the women would be docile and even willing and smiling. But what I saw in one of the visions is that when the drugs wore off, the woman came back to her senses. She remembered who she was. She remembered where she was from. And she became crazy so that the handlers quickly had to burst into the room and either restrain her or quickly give her another dose that made her fit to work. And women worked in this way until they perished. I saw that the majority of women mentally broke. They could not comprehend that this was their life. This was their ending. And so they died early. Other women were more resilient and stronger. So they lived for longer, which only, I guess, extended the torture. I shared that women were separated by age and also by what was appealing and provocative about them. So hair color was prized and eye color was prized in some races. And then the physical built and voluptuousness was prized in some races. Sometime in 2020, the Lord gave me a vision that I shared on another platform. And in that vision, I saw people lined up naked and I saw in the front of the line was a very voluptuous woman of color, a black woman. And she had a ring in one of her breasts. So she had a ring through the nipple. And I saw an Asian soldier walking down the line and looking at the lines of naked Americans that were tied and shivering one to another. And I've shared that I've seen this vision often, and usually the Lord shows it to me from the back, so I don't have to physically gaze on anyone's nakedness, but this time I saw it from the front. And the soldier walked from the back of the line to the front, stood in front of the woman, apprised her, and then without any warning, reached out and ripped the nipple ring out of her ring so that he tore her nipple and it started to bleed. This is the kind of cruelty that will come to the United States, whether you want to argue, deny it, or call me anything that comes to mind. And so the question is not, will this happen? It will. But how do I leave the life of sin that I'm in, leave the life of God denial that I'm constantly practicing in order to please myself? How do I separate from a life that displeases God and come into communion with the Father? so that I can be safe. And so this thing that says that those for the sword will go to the sword and those for the famine will go to the famine and those for the captivity will go to the captivity is the Lord spiritually telling people that you are literally choosing your UNO card right now by the life that you are pursuing. You are literally writing on your blank check, dear Jesus, this is how I want to spend the end times, starving to death, love so-and-so. And so by the life that you are pursuing, whether you are an atheist or whether you are one of the multiple millions of people that I see on social media now that curse God and call him 
every name in the book. I see things that I wish I could unsee, but of course I can't. The life that you are living is writing a destiny for you. And when the time for that destiny comes to be played out, because these things are set, there will be absolutely nothing that you can say. You will not be able to raise your, your voice and say that God is unjust. You will not be able to raise your voice and cry out, why is this happening? And the reason you will not be able to is because judgment is first and foremost a spiritual thing. Before judgment ever falls here on the physical earth, it is already decreed in heaven. And I've shared the story of King Nebuchadnezzar and his sin and how when he was still in the middle of boasting, even after Daniel had warned him to turn his path and stop being an evil and uncivil sinner, the watchers cried out in the heavens to chop down the tree and to band it about with a band of iron, which means this is an iron judgment of seven years and it shall not be turned. The judgment against the United States is also an iron judgment. The only question is, we have for now a say in how that iron falls upon or misses us. And so the Lord says that those who are appointed to be killed by violence will be. Those who are numbered to end up as slaves and go with captors to foreign lands will be. Those who are appointed to go through the famine will be. The Lord is saying that he has already set his own barrier against showing any mercy to this nation. When he said, show no mercy to them and put them out of my sight. And when they ask you, where should we go? Then give them my answer about how I will divide them to their punishments. Lord gave me a vision, several of them in different pieces. And I'll try to cover the pieces to give one comprehensive, comprehensive picture. In one, I saw something happening where there was a mass exodus out of the country. So clearly this was a time period where people had been assessing the changes that had come to America, not the current changes that we see. These are just tiny little baby tweaks. There will come changes that will squeeze America so much like when the uterus is about to let go of a child, those final last labor tremors that are so strong that there's no way that baby can stay in the womb anymore. I saw that the changes were so graphic and so hard, so hard hitting, bad money, high food prices, no safety, rising crime. And it was like the government was absolutely crazy that I saw families, American and foreign families sitting around their tables and discussing, should we leave? And the, and even the children were allowed to have a say. I saw even American children being asked by their parents, should we leave? And the kids said, yeah, let's move. And so there was a mass exodus from the, fam from the, from the nation of the United States. It started as a trickle, but then it soon built up until people were just leaving en masse. And so the country was losing skilled workers, which was affecting trade, industry, manufacture. The country was losing um, unskilled workers, which are the people that do a lot of the jobs that Americans look down upon but then don't respect the people who come to this nation and are doing those jobs for them. I saw there was a mass exodus from the top of the skilled labor and from the bottom of the unskilled labor and America became lopsided and a total mess in terms of her trade, her industry, her internal society. It was very wonky and living here became extremely uncomfortable. People who had money went on wick 
This was a separate vision that I saw. I think it's called the empty basket. And in that vision, I saw that mothers who never had to worry about anything had to go on single parent household assistance, which is called WIC. I think it's women, women and children or something like that, just to be able to get low cost food to feed their kids. A lot of people went on unemployment and other types of government benefits. But because the number of, of Americans who were claiming these things were in record numbers, so many the awards gradually got smaller and smaller. So welfare got smaller and smaller. Social security got smaller and smaller. There was less money available per person because there were too many people claiming. Another thing that I saw is that disease happened in the United States. Lots of weird and new diseases that were extremely virulent. The Lord has given me a recent prophecy and I can't talk too much about it because I haven't actually had the time to properly edit it and put it up yet. But in that prophecy, I saw that disease became such a marker in America that you could see a person was sick. You could see the sickness and people avoided that person like the plague. And yet the person was still trying to hide the obvious markers of the sickness and go to work because they still needed to feed their family and they desperately needed the money. So they were going through social ostracization. They were going through the actual pain of the sickness and then they were still having to work because they still needed to earn a wage for their families. I've already spoken about things like the captivity. I saw that America lost her preeminence in the world. So America's talking, nobody's listening, people are ignoring. You can find that in the prophecy, ascendancy. People were ignoring America in the international space. And I saw that Russia and China began to enjoy a rise and shine dominance like never before. People feted Mr. Putin as if you as if he was something, a new diamond that they had never seen before. Everyone wanted to be friends with them and Russia began to enjoy a period of international diplomatic affluence where everyone wanted her opinion on everything and her reach spread far and wide as America was more and more eclipsed into the shadows. And so as these things were happening, they generally devolved until I saw that people were forced to run to the wilderness. One of the things that the Lord has said here is that they will be dragged to those who are appointed to be dragged by a dog or torn by an animal. You have to know that that is a death of indignity. In the Bible, people like Jezebel and I think Ahab, wicked king and queen couple, both died. Jezebel pushed from a window and Ahab pierced by the arm archers and died standing up in his chariot. Both of them had their, their blood licked up by the dogs. But in Jezebel's case, she was physically eaten according to the prophecy that the Lord gave because she was such a wicked woman moving with powerful demonic spirits that dragged the entire nation into Baal worship. And so the Lord sings, says that deaths of indignity and shame will be died in America. And one of those deaths will actually include being torn by wild animals. There's a prophecy that I've not yet made into a video called wilderness. And that is what I saw. America became so bad and the government was such a persecutor of people. I mean, the government was the 
biggest stalker and control addict of the population. And many people ran away and tried to live in the wilderness, but because they did not know how to, they lost their lives. And so he's saying that the judgment of America is set. It is fixed in the concrete. I repeat that even if Moses and Samuel were to rise from the dead and fly back and beg for this nation to plead for mercy or ask God to reverse the decisions, the over 100 prophecies that I've made into video, and that means there are over 200 still for me to get through on the master's voice. I will not be making every prophecy a video, but there's still 200 that are left after I've made this 100. I'm currently at 325. The Lord says that he will not reverse his decision. The day of reckoning has been cataloged. And now in terms of prophetic utterance by me and by many other messengers, it has been announced. And what I'm saying to those who may find this channel for the first time is that this is not the first time these things have been said. And it is highly unlikely that this is the first time you're hearing about it. What I notice is that many people have been hearing the prophecies of God since the 60s, since the 70s with, I think, Pastor David Wilkerson, since the 80s with um, Pastor Dimitri Dudeman, and on and on, various messengers have spoken to America on God's behalf, and they have been mocked, they have been ignored because of the larger search to follow after candy, to follow after the Great Revival to follow after how the nation will be strong and she will always trample on her enemies and she'll never have to worry about anything. And these are some of the things that prove what the Lord has said to me on this channel, that this nation is Mystery Babylon. For Mystery Babylon is the nation that says, for I am a queen and I will see no dark days. Seeing no dark days mean I will never be judged, I will never suffer and nothing bad will ever happen. And yet the Lord is saying to this nation that at one point in her history, Things will be so bad that her citizens will flee and try to live outdoors only to be killed by wild animals. And so here's the final of what the Lord has said. Speak to these people who revile my teachings, who mock my prophets and say that my warnings are doom and gloom. You will be swept away just as fire from a careless spark eats up a dried tree and burns up its branches you too will be used as kindling wood for the invaders that are already sitting at the edges of your shores. I've shared that the Lord has shown me that the Russians can actually hear what is going on in America and that they are sitting in the waters surrounding the country. You are being watched. You're under surveillance. And at the right moment, you will be invaded, attacked, humiliated, and defeated. Your victors will put a boot on your neck and you will bow down to them. I see you on your knees, America. You will bow down to them. Your women will become their wives and your children, their servants. The young men will be put to the sword, which means to be killed. And the old men will be used for their intelligence and experience if they can prove their usefulness. Your prowess on the high seas will be tested, but you will be scattered, which means that the Navy is going to suffer defeat. And I did see that all of America's military, whether it's the military of the air, the military of the land, the military that uses tanks, the military that uses boats, it was all 
destroyed. It was completely decimated. It was taken by surprise. And the technology that Russia and China had was so advanced that America was just left behind in a cloud of dust. The word that the Lord used in one of the prophecies was outclassed. The United States was outclassed militarily because her enemies came here with things that she had literally never seen before. And she was left as a clunky old military machine moving against swift, swift enemies that could not be stopped. The Lord says your long range missiles are already accounted for and destroyed. So I don't know if they are disarmed now, as in America will try to press the button to answer back a missile threat or a nu nuclear threat, and then it just won't work. Because I have seen Americans in the visions selling secrets to the Russians. I have seen that. The Lord showed me that the people of this country have already sold out the nation and given key information and key plot points to the Russians says your planes will be shot down from the sky. Your men and women of war will meet an untimely death and their bodies will lay scattered with no one to bury them. America, you will know how it feels to be defeated in the day of battle. That is a prophetic word from the Lord. This prophecy is called defeated at last. And so all I can say is that it is not likely that I'm going to change the story that I have started here a year ago or started on the blog two years ago. I'm simply working through an archive that I've had longer than any of you have ever seen me. So many of you are seeing me for the first time, but I've been compiling this archive at the Lord's direction since 2012. It's voluminous, it's old, and I'm now simply bringing these things forth not for them to be debated like maybe if we if we repent or whatever america's not going to repent en masse her repentance is not going to reach the the stage where the lord turns back the judgment because if the lord turns back the judgment of america that means that the lord would have to turn back the judgment of the nation the city called mystery babylon in the bible and as we see she continues to progress in sin until she reaches the point where it says her sins have reached out to heaven. Now pour her a cup, mix it deep, pour her and make her drink it to the dregs, double of what she served to the other nations. The Lord does not turn back Mr. B. Babylon's judgment in Revelation 18, and he will not turn back the judgment of the United States. What is left for us now is to stop thinking and focusing on things like, when will this happen? And are you sure? And begin to say, Father, I turn my feet back to you. I begin to cry out to you for my children who are no longer serving you. I raised them on the knee to call your name, but they grew up and the voice of the, of the world was stronger in their ears than your voice. All the children of my womb have gone astray and now I am terrified for them. My husband has turned away from you to follow after strange women and no longer loves you and calls you Lord. I pray for his soul. My wife has departed the marital bed because she says she's tired of this and that and she doesn't want to continue. She's filing for a divorce even as I cry out to you. Lord, touch her spirit. And even if you will not touch her spirit and she, she decides to depart as the unbeliever, touch my spirit so that I can be found acceptable in your sight. There are people who are still struggling with sin. 
Sin is a struggle. But today, as I was working, out of nowhere came the scripture that says, you have not yet resisted against sin to the shedding of blood. What that means is that the person, the only person who was sinless, is ironically the person who shed his blood to protect the people, us, who are full of sin. Jesus resisted against sin until he shed his blood on the cross for all who will believe that he is the son of God who died for all men. But he is, but he is saying to us through Apostle Paul, how hard have you fought your sin? Have you fought your addiction to pornography, your addiction to masturbating, your addiction to telling lies and embellishing stories? Have you fought the urge to be a false witness when it would benefit you? Have you fought the, the urge to be a backstabber, to be an adulterer, to be someone who proudly displays a lifestyle that doesn't please God, no matter what it is? Have you resisted the sin in your life until your blood flows? And in part, it is a rhetorical question because what the Lord is saying is my blood flowed so that yours will not have to in judgment. None of us have resisted sin until our blood has flowed. And so the picture it presents is of someone who is willing to struggle like a gazelle in a trap to get its leg or hoof free before the person who set the trap, who is Satan, shows up. Because once the trap setter shows up, there's no more room for repentance. We all know what the hunter does when he comes and sees his prey in the trap. May the Lord help each one of us. These things are not intended to overshadow your life and rob your joy or paralyze you and make you unable to live a robust and a full life before the Lord Jesus Christ. They are to make you think and to turn your feet back to the narrow path, which is where all of us should be living all the time. I'm Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. Until I see you again, goodbye.